0: Welcome to episode 6 of Weaving In and Out with me, Taymor Lay. Non-league is better in the dark. It's often a disaster during the day, the sunlight exposing empty terraces and misplaced passes. But dull first halves in winter develop into dramatic seconds once the light has faded by 4.15 and the floodlights create a cocoon of sight and sound. And even the dullest match is enlivened when it takes place on a midweek evening, after work in the cold, walking down Jack Goodchild Way, the approaching destination lit up in the sky by the shining tops of steel pylons. And this is even before we get to the fun of the Isthmian's newest fad in recent years, Friday night football, such as when Kays welcomed Lee Dynan to the job in September 2017 with a firework display during the FA Trophy tie against East Thurrock, that 3 3 draw briefly promising an era of club unity and progressive football. A century after the first incandescent light bulb, Kingstonian's first ever evening game under floodlights came on Tuesday, the twenty eighth of february nineteen sixty one, against Wimbledon. There's a wonderful photograph of the chairman of the Isthmian League, Sidney Donaldson, nervously pressing his thumb down on a white switch in the main stand. There are no reports of a countdown, But the scene resembles a nervous local celebrity tasked with turning on town centre Christmas lights, or a horrified general hovering his finger over a nuclear button. The Surrey Comet reported the moment breathlessly, as if describing a nuclear holocaust. In a split second, the ground was bathed in light. Before adding, Wimbledon fans could be forgiven for being a little blasé about the whole affair, since their floodlights had been switched on in October. Wimbledon were probably even more blasé after the game, leaving Richmond Road with a 3-1 win, despite resting their star players. The build-up to the match had been dominated for months by talk of the newly constructed lights, set on 40-foot-high pylons, which cost a whopping £4,000, that's £80,000 in 2020 money, paid for by someone described merely as a trustee of the club. Kay's chairman, R.A. Copeland, confidently predicted the investment would pay for itself through higher attendances. Maybe they will make up for what we have lost on rainy afternoons, he told the press. Kay's had the last laugh, since our lights cost £500 less than Wimbledon's because Richmond Road happened to already have a transformer nearby. The lights went up at the same time as a general redevelopment of Richmond Road, which included turning old brick air raid shelters into a self-styled training headquarters complete with lecture room and kitchen. A modern clubhouse was also in the works to replace, as the papers put it, the present iron hut. When Kay's moved to Kings Meadow, floodlights were no big deal of course, but we've had more recent seasons in the semi-darkness. Leatherhead's lights, even when fully powered, only ever managed to cast a weak glow over the centre of the pitch while King George's field was bedevilled by floodlight certificate issues in 2018, leading to the the postponement of our home match against Tombridge in October, begging once again the question, where does the money go? But no history of K's and floodlights can be complete without mention of the league match at Whitehawk in 2013, when, with K's a goal up with 10 minutes remaining, the Seasiders' lights mysteriously went out, causing the game to be abandoned. At the rearranged fixture, we inevitably lost – But Kay's fans got their own back by gathering behind the goal in torture-fixed yellow miners' helmets provided by Banquet Records in an effort to shine a light on Isthmian unfairness. I was thinking of matches under the lights ahead of this episode's interview with Tommy Williams, in particular a 2-1 Monday night win over Bognor on the 4th of April 2016. It was a pulsating, riotous game with a great atmosphere and a real hope for the playoffs. Tommy raced down the touchline for a bundle with the fans. Kings Meadow at its best. Our next match was the Alan Turvey Trophy final, also under the lights, at Colston Avenue. But almost exactly 12 months later, Tommy was sacked as Kays plummeted towards relegation. The disaster of 2016-17 remains something of a mystery. And looking back, when it was good under Tommy, it was really good, and incomparably better than the Dinan era that followed Craig Edwards. Tommy has rarely spoken about his time as Kays' manager. But we started with a chat about lockdown and personal trainer sessions over Zoom, before exploring what went right and what went wrong.
1: I was a bit dubious at first. I'm not, I'm not that really high tech on the mm. technology, but um, it's been it's been good. I've I've actually uh, quite enjoyed it. So um, I, I think I might keep a little bit of online, even if uh, things do go back to normal.
0: Was this um, Joe Wicks inspiring people that it was possible? Yeah, he's done well, isn't he, Joe Wicks? Um, he's made millions, hasn't
1: he? <laughs> I, know, I know he has. He, he's certainly made more than me. But, um, but my kids hes better
0: have, looking. But you were a heartthrob got, in your youth, Tommy. He, so don't stop. He's got—he's
1: got, he's got better hair. <laughs> um, he's um, my kids have actually uh, been doing that. They—they they enjoy his sessions more than mine. So, um but now he, he's, he's
0: got a lovely big house in Richmond. I think I read an interview. Yeah, he's—he's he's yeah.
1: he's actually not far from from where I am actually he's up he's up the road but um yeah he's done um he's done really well fair play to him um
0: yeah so uh, the reason we were kind of interviewing a bunch of people everyone from Chris Kelly to Kim Harris and Andre as well um kind of putting them out once a week and keeping keeping some of the uh older fans entertained who are on their own at home yeah yeah and then I thought to myself I don't think have you come to a K's game since
1: no i i haven't I, I, I'm quite a private person anyway and uh no i i haven't um I haven't been back since um but obviously look i i you know I look out for results and things and um I'm still in touch with uh some some players that i've I've worked with and stuff so um yeah so I, i'm I, I keep in touch that way but no i I haven't been back personally
0: yeah we'd love to see you people still speak so highly of you um and obviously a lot of old older people former people came back for the filed game in the fa cup
1: um yes yeah uh, that was uh that was a good good uh little run that you you guys went on but um yeah i mean i i'm playing saturdays for playing vet, vets football at the minute which ah. i really uh i've really enjoyed i, I didn't realize how much I, I missed actually playing so um uh that, that's that's enjoyable so um but no i i like just like I say I, I' haven't been back but um i i would would like to and um at some point you know hopefully when the uh, games start resuming and i uh, get saturday free um i i i'll come down and, and say hello to you guys
0: do so you still you 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 missed football but you're you're kind of getting that experience on a saturday now anyway
1: yeah i i, I do i mean um you know after after i left i um my brothers were playing uh, Vets football and they, they invited me along to come and play and um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it You're nice. still
0: too young for Vets. You could be playing Ryman 1 South. <laughs> <laughs> Do
1: you know what? I've got myself really fit at the minute and um, so obviously uh, since since I left. So yeah, I, I actually did have a couple of little offers to go back, go back playing but um, my work's quite busy um, and it's just very very time consuming and, and and like i say i did really enjoy actually playing uh, with my brothers on a saturday um and um yeah obviously no 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 real pressure there and it, it's it's quite nice it's local to me and um i sort of get to do a bit of work in the morning before i go to football and stuff like that so um yes yeah, it, it sort of suits my lifestyle at the minute but
0: i i, mean, I must confess um for various life related reasons i never saw you play for Case. Really? the season we went up I totally missed that season (laughs) (laughs) um and then my understanding so the following season once we were in the Ryman Prem were you one of the victims of Ruthless Alan Dowson's um, early season cull
1: (laughs) that's right yeah um so we 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 won promotion which was which was brilliant um you know some great memories there and uh, some great teammates that I played with there that I still keep in touch with um and the following following season um you know we uh kept kept majority of the side um and we had a we had a poor start and it was it, my the nail in my coffin was getting sent off at dartford um we uh we played dartford away in the midweek and i um unfortunately I, I i got sent off but it was, it was really frustrating i it was uh, two yellows in about twenty seconds it, <laughs> Uh, the linesman the linesman didn't give the decision my way so i i sort of said some uh said some quite words to him he waved his flag referee came over booked me and then on the on the way back up uh, getting back into position the linesman was so young i just looked at him i said i said you better get home you've got some school work to do in the morning and he waved his flag again, like he had a mosquito around his head. And <laughs> lines, uh, ref came over, and that, that was it. I got I got sent off, and I and I never I never played for Kingstonian again after that.
0: So that was a double descent.
1: Yeah, double double descent in like oh. so that. Yeah, and that. So it's re- really hard. But I think Dal's followed me in the changing room. He got sent off as well. So um, well I think we had a bit of a laugh about that afterwards uh, once it all settled down. But um, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't. I didn't play again um I had some loan spells out um but I never I, I I got back into the squad um I think when I returned from loan but I I actually never never played again uh, yeah so it was a sort of disappointing way to sort of finish the playing side but that that that's football and you know um I've got taught taught a harsh lesson lesson not to uh not to uh, you know, give linesmen and referees stick.
0: Interestingly, um, away at Cheshunt last season, Dan Bennett, a player you signed, in fact, for Cage when you were manager, um, was sent off for calling the referee uh, a C word. OK. Uh, but, there, yeah. it, but there was a kind of a lively debate at half time about whether he'd said it once or twice, because it seemed fair enough to send him off if it was twice. But yeah. once surely wasn't a straight red. I don't think we'll ever know the truth.
1: Yeah, uh, he, he he's he's got that in him, Benno. He's a, a great great talent. He's uh he was uh frustrating to manage at times, but um yeah, cause, uh, um, unbelievable talent and, Oh,
0: he was so good last season. Like so cons- like consistently consistently good. I think that I mean Hayden Bird kind of has a 4-2-3-1. Okay. And Benno I mean yeah, but I guess Benno plays pretty free as a number 10. And yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's um getting better with age or
1: yeah. Whatever. But normally,
0: you know, normally he was kind of one great game, one iffy game, one bad game. Last season, he was just consistently brilliant all the way through.
1: Yeah. Well, he's he's like I say, he's, he's he looks a lot um, younger than what he actually is. So, mate, you know, as you get older, you sort of um you you, you know what your body can do and can't do, and mm. and um yeah, I'm sure he's um I'm sure he's doing doing really well. So yeah, good luck to him.
0: The other reason we were actually talking about you last season was obviously Hayden Bird's come in and has a very kind of um, distinct way of playing, yeah.
1: um,
0: which gets criticised sometimes. Um, but he, he knows how he wants to play and he definitely wanted to play a more passing style and in, yeah. a, in a way that isn't you know usual at step three. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, yeah. And actually we started talking behind the goal a couple of times about, I mean, actually in your first couple of seasons, there were flashes of of that kind of pattern of play that you wanted to instill obviously you were coming in after dowson who'd been really successful with finished i think second yeah. the season Dowson left so i mean that, that does that sound about right that you did want to play a passing style and actually for quite long periods we did and those are the kinds of players that you signed
1: yeah i mean i i i wanted to have a little bit of a a blend to be honest um i wanted to i wanted to sign players that, that good could play but also on the um you know tough conditions um, and you know against physical sides that we we could we could stand up to that and we had we had a plan B and and you know that's why I always try to have a bit of a a, um, a target man up front that, that that could hold things up if we needed to go that little bit longer a little bit quicker um, but yeah I, I did try to have a try to have a blend I do, do obviously like to um, to get the ball down and play and pass it as a as a player myself but. Yeah I just think uh, at that at that level I just feel that you do need to be able to do a little bit of both um but you know fair fair play to, to Hayden he's that, that's he's got his style and and you know he sticks with that and um you, you know what you're going to get with him and um you know fair fair play to him to actually um co- continue doing that and I don't think he'll he'll ever change from that yeah you know, I mean before. actually
0: and we were also discussing you because I don't know how much you know about what went on you know in the seasons after you left because we had you know obviously ground sharing at leatherhead and then that's right yeah. a fairly dire period under lee dinan where we were playing terrible football and also losing um and that went on for a couple of seasons um and yeah. i think people started to actually reappraise and look again at what you've done in your two and a bit seasons in terms of the style of player the patches of good form you know winning the turvy we had some pretty good runs um, yeah
1: i mean that's 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 nice nice to know i mean i work you know work tirelessly at, at, at the job and it's it's, it's it's not an easy job and you know looking back now you know with with um the sort of resources that i was working under with in in, in terms of uh, budget and stuff uh, and and we you, you know we was getting value for money with players and
0: um i mean it wasn't a promotion budget your brief wasn't promotion was it at no, that time
1: no i'm not no, I'll be honest. No, not you know. Every every manager would always say, "Look, let's see if we can get in the playoffs." You know, let's let's aim let's aim for the playoffs. And that that's I I always did that. I always looked to let's see if we can get in there. And um, you know, my second season we finished seventh, and we sh- you know we won the the league cup, and and then, you know it still still eats me that we didn't we didn't um we didn't make the playoffs that year. We was I think after winning the the Alan Turvey Trophy, we we um I think we we didn't win a game after that and there was, really yeah, was a the and in fight. fact
0: yeah yeah I was going to ask about that I mean before we get to 15-16 I was looking back at 14-15 your first season yeah
1: um
0: and we had a 2-0 win at Billeriki in in March of 15
1: yeah
0: that was on a Monday night and there was a red card um and it was a brilliant performance um but then we had five games without a win straight after that and finished 11th eight points off the playoffs um so that yeah. actually that first season we had we had a bit of momentum, and then it just it just went. And do you remember like what was going on at the time?
1: Yeah, um, I mean we we had quite a, a my management time there. I always tried to keep a settled side. Um, I didn't like the, the the chopping and changing as a player. Um, I like to sort of keep keep uh, continuity with with personnel and I always try always try to do that and maybe I was a little bit more too loyal to players sometimes where they, they maybe should have come out or, or, or moved on but um, I always try to work with players anyone that I brought into the club I just felt that um, you know I brought them there let's try and improve them as a player um, and, and, and and you know always try and work work closely with them so um you know maybe maybe there was some time where i, I needed to be maybe a bit more ruthless with with personnel and maybe make some changes but yeah that 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 first season it was always always quite difficult following on from from Done did a, done a, done a terrific job there and you know um you know i had to sort of deal with that situation um to to start with um you know a lot of people you know Douse did it this way Douse did it that way so i tried mm. to put my own my own stamp on things but um yeah, I remember we um, we had quite a good a good start to that season. I think we were the only team left in the division that were unbeaten. Um, we'd, we'd had quite a few draws to start with. Um, and I think ultimately the draws sort of cost us, you know, pushing towards a sort of playoff position. But yeah, as a, as a, as a first season, um, you know, disappointing to sort of finish. But like you say, we did have some moments there and we, we, we had some, some momentum at times, but didn't, didn't quite get there in the end.
0: Yeah, I remember, and obviously that you had um, a lot of faith in Alex Adai, who has gone on to... I mean, he's having a really good yeah. career. He's really popular at, at Cheltenham. Yeah, uh, Pico, Kempo. I guess Nathaniel Pinney was always a bit of a disappointment under you, wasn't it? Because then he went on to play Step 2 regularly for Eastbourne Borough and others, but it, it never quite happened for him at K's.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, with, with, with some of the players you mentioned there, you know, they're players that I had... Um, uh, who, who, who came to me when I was manager at Cole Shorten? I, I sort of, um, I've got Alex. Alex had come out of the pro game um, at Blackpool was couldn't could get I think in at, at Braintree and I, I sort of worked with him at Cole Shorten and obviously brought him to Kingstonium. Pico I, I, I took everywhere with me. You know he's um, he's I thought he had bags and bags of ability. Just um, you know injuries and things. He was never quite always fully fit. Fit every week and the Pinney I mean, he he was one that was brilliant for me at um, Cole Short, and he was a fantastic goal scorer. I mean, I, I, I plucked him from Croydon, Croydon Athletic, or Croy- yeah, C- or actually Croydon, the actual uh, Croydon FC, and uh, and that was combined counties football. And he came in and he scored a lot of goals for me. So yeah, I mean, he came he came to K's. It never quite never quite worked for him, but you know, he did like you say, he moved on to Eastbourne and and um, you know done, done quite well now i think he's at crimping casuals now is he
0: yeah he's, he was on the bench for them last season um but of course casuals don't pay their players supposedly so we're we're, yeah. we're wondering what his expenses are um and then looking at the following season 15-16 i mean that was a really fun side for quite long periods you had sweeney bennett saps you signed harold at automati yeah um, again who i mean you i remember at the time actually i was speaking to you about harold and you just thought he was going to make it yeah and he he has at a high level then you signed andre in february 2016 he scored eight in eight yeah and actually my memory of your time as k's manager probably are two matches the 26th of march 2016 we beat hampton 4-1 at king's meadow yep Yeah. Um, and then the 4th of April 2016 we beat Bogner 2-1 I think it was under the lights and I think in both games but you might have a better memory of me the crucial goal you ran down the touchline and you were celebrating with the players and the fans at the kind of that side John Smith's end um, <laughs> I, I try do you remember which game that was you legged it all the way down the touchline Mourinho style did I do you not remember it right. um yeah, you I know the quite, players there the there players used to wheel there. away and come to us in, in yeah. that corner
1: yeah, I think that might have been the bog the bog the game. Um, yeah. I me- I remember I remember the Hampton game obviously that was that was a terrific game that was a real was good good crowd proper mm. non non league game and um yeah that was that was a that was a cracking game that was. I think um was it Alan Inns, Dan Bennett, Pico, um and Andre got the goals that day, I think. Um, yeah. I think
0: there was a header from Andre. A
1: he- he- header from Inzi from a corner. Yeah, okay. I mean yeah. that was
0: that was and then we obviously and the the game after that Bognor win we won the Turvy right yeah. and yeah. then as as we mentioned and that and we were right in the mix and then we end we yeah a draw and four defeats to finish the season and we finished seventh eight points off the playoffs and that that end of season tail off was really mysterious from the outside looking in
1: yeah, uh, yeah. what what yeah. went
0: on then do you remember
1: well we we had we had a lot of games that we were we were playing obviously with the with the turvy run um and i think we played the Turvey trophy on uh, on a wednesday night and then i think we went to brentwood on the on the saturday and ended up drawing nil nil and um yeah i ultimately i just i just felt that we um we probably we uh, probably needed a um a little bit more of a, a perhaps a bigger squad just to make some make some more changes, freshen things up. But yeah, that 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 was that was really really disappointing. I was I was really gutted that we um that we never got into the playoffs there. But ultimately, like I said to you before, look looking back with the resources that we had and, and the team that we built on that, um, you know, it was it it was a good season obviously with with the uh, with the cup run. But yeah, ultimately disappointing that we didn't quite make it in, in, into that playoff position. When you, when,
0: and when I when I, lo- I looked at some of the lineups for the end of the season and you're right that the kind of the, the first 11 was always strong but there was never re- really an option off the bench nor did we have cover at fullback which I think came to hurt us later yeah I mean at that stage when we were in March were you asking the board to invest for the end of the season or, or was what were we just not kind of um, kind of geared I'm, to actually having I know Dulwich and Hampton were very strong that season so there was yeah. nothing guaranteed even even if we made the playoffs but was there a feeling that that I mean does that is there an was there an atmosphere around the club that we weren't being that ambitious and that filtered down to the players because that that petering out after the turvy was quite marked
1: yeah no um no I think I think players were um players were obviously disappointed like I was that we, that we didn't get in there but no, I don't remember having a conversation with the ball. I mean, I've got nothing bad to say about the ball at all. I, you know, they, they, work, they work hard for the club. Um, I know some people back when I was there had their, had their doubts with, with with some of the ball, but, you know, they, I've got nothing bad to say about all of the, You know, they all worked worked really hard. And they're there we wanted the best for the club. And, you know, at the time when I was there, we didn't have a, an endless pit of money to just go and get, players who we wanted we had to we had to get value for money um i think i think we did um we brought in joe turner which was i think some help from the um from the supporters club i think they they helped us get that signing which was brilliant and joe, joe done joe done well for us um but no i don't think um you know i, I felt that we added we had enough um Quality there to get into the playoffs, we certainly did. But I just felt we just we just ran out of steam, and it, yeah, it, it really it was disappointing because from what started off, um, you know, was a, a good side with with the exciting players. It turned out to be a little bit flat at the end, which was which was uh, disappointed. And ultimately, I I sort of changed changed a few for the following season. We, we,
0: but when, when we were going through that kind of end of season tail off, I mean, were those the moments? where you kind of just hated being a manager? Like, was it just endlessly frustrating and pressure and people moaning? And I don't know, I, I, I sometimes got the impression that you you loved K's, but, but you didn't necessarily love being a manager. You know, there are some people who just love being a manager and they yeah. take the, they take the hits and actually they get, that's what gets them up in the morning and all the rest of it. But I'm, I, I sometimes got the impression that you, you had a life outside K's and sometimes the frustrations of players being inconsistent, it was just um i don't know it just you tell me i mean emotionally there were lots of highs but also did you feel more oh, often than not that yeah, it wasn't that fun it it,
1: it any anyone being a fo- football manager it, it's it's a 24-7 job and i i mean that it's 24-7 you know i i was no different i you know waking up in the middle of the, the night and you end up Watching highlights on YouTube of, of other teams, or you, perhaps you're playing at the weekend, or you're looking at players, and it is literally non-stop. And you know, you, you your life out, outside of football is, is on hold because football is is everything, and you have to you have to give everything. And you know, I've worked non-stop at it, so it, it took me a long time to actually get over um, when I did leave cases because. Because I put so much in, and and it was, it, it obviously I was gutted that that um I didn't um I didn't get into the club, I didn't get promoted. That's that's the that was the ultimate aim. Um, so yeah, it took took me a while to get over it. But no, I mean I I loved, I enjoyed enjoyed managing. I did, I really enjoyed it. My, my other half will say different. She she didn't like it as much. Um, I, I know the kids' names now. It took me it took me a while when I was caving. Like, <laughs> but um now it's um you know it is i had some offers when i left case to go back in um to, and up one or two things and some coaching but I, um I, I, ne- I never did um like i say it took took me a while to get over it and um you know never say never but i can't see myself going back in
0: i mean are the i suppose some are the highs high enough and fun enough that it's worth going back in even if the lows are pretty painful
1: yeah I mean listen it is it's great I do um some days I wake up and um I sort of re- really miss it um and then other days uh, you know I, I I sort of think mm, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm out of it now because you know it, it does it does take over your, your life and you know um since then I've, I've you know tried to get my own personal work up and, up and running again and which is which has been good since, and um, but listen, you know, foot, football's in me, and I I, I love the game, and um, I would I'd never say never, but you know, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying doing the vet stuff and, and, and playing at the minute, um, but wh- whether I go back into the management one day, I'm, I'm I'm not so sure.
0: And then coming on to the the 2016-17 season, um, so Moss came back, didn't he? Yeah. He still had ins pico joe turner leo leary who was brilliant yeah uh, sean bonnet johnson often very good aaron lamont george wells came from hampton and he's yeah. obviously done really well at slough since that was another player that you young player you spotted who went on to play at a higher step yeah
1: george came the pre- he was in the previous season with us Oh, one. okay yeah. yeah he was in the pre he, i signed him sec- second season Ex- excellent for me george
0: and there was again there was a I think we went 10 games without a win from the end of january culminating in the 2-1 defeat of burgess hill that was march end of march 2017 yeah um do you think that if you'd stayed we would have stayed up we probably needed two two more wins ultimately to stay up um or did you feel after that defeat of burgess hill that it was better to go
1: well i, I mean I, I personally felt that i could have i, I could have got the results t- um or the, the points to, to, to just see us through. We had six games to go, but yeah. u- ultimately you know um you know the- the dressing room probably needed a fresh voice mine had probably gone stale you know like i said to you before quite loyal with players and, and perhaps there was some that needed to to go or come out um but yeah i think um I think we had a we had a disappointment that it felt like we wasn't going to make the playoffs, and it felt like um, with with us, to all, the, all the talk was about um, where we were going to be playing the following season. You know, Kings Meadows. Yeah. There, um, and it felt like that we kind of the, the the season was just going to filter out, and and it you know we we weren't going to go down, we weren't going to go up, but. Unfortunately, we 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 had some some tough, very tough fixtures back to back, and we ended up dropping like a stone. And um, then we, then we started obviously looking over our shoulders. And you know, I know there were some um, some supporters at the time that, that obviously weren't weren't happy with, with with what I was doing. And ultimately, it cost cost me the cost me the position. So listen, I I it was probably it was, it was the right decision because you, you you guys stayed up, a fresh voice came in, and 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 players. That's what happens when football managers go, new managers come in and all of a sudden players need to come out of their comfort zone to make sure that they're in the side. Is it a cycle?
0: I mean, you, 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 know, you're a, you were an experienced player yourself, so you, you know how non-league dressing rooms work, managers coming in, managers going out. From your yeah. experience, are there occasions where you've been in a dressing room and you've just, you've just stopped listening to a manager? You, just, you, know, you used to buy what they were saying and you just stopped for whatever reason
1: yeah i mean not 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 me not me personally it's just but but I know players that 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 have that maybe um that just felt that um they 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 they'd listened to everything they that the manager had said and it's it was it it wasn't working i mean it happens at the top level, so it's gonna happen to yeah. filter all the way down it's just it's just um that's how, that's how football is but um yeah. I just, like I say to you, it was six games to go. Um, I felt that we needed a reset. Um, we needed to get through to the end of the season. Um, and, and, you know, I had, I'd, I'd already, you know, made plans for the personnel players that, that the, the preview for the, for the next season. Um, but ultimately we, 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 we didn't get there and, um, you know, like I say, uh, I lost the job and, and, um, that that's 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 football, but no no you know certainly water under the brief for me. It's you know it's you know it was the, it was the right decision and and um you guys are now are uh, um obviously with with Hayden in charge. You know I'm sure sure you'll have a, a good a good you had a good season this year. I'm sure you'll have a good one um once football's resumed again.
0: I think it was a shame that you 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 weren't Kay's manager when we had our final game at Kings Meadow.
1: Yeah yeah I mean. Because I had some great memories as a player. You see, like playing play there, and you know that the game when we we beat Dulwich to win the win the league and and scoring that goal. It was that, that some fantastic memories. So yeah, it's a shame, but you know, unfortunately, like I say, foot, foot, that that happens in football, and um, it will continue to happen. You know, it's it, it's um, managers' either move on to another club or, or they get they get sacked and that's 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 nine times that ten that's what happened so um, i mean
0: you said it took a while to get over do you think that um i mean do you think it does feel it must feel personal at the time but then you realize later that it's circumstances and results and it it isn't personal it's not
1: no no it's you know it's it's not it's not personal it's it's um that, that, that's that's football like you know you've got you've got you've got to win games I think there's a saying you know managers say you know you're only ever five games away from the sack so um you know I, I was I was 10 so I got I got an extra five so um yeah I mean look, we, we was on a terrible run of form um whatever way we turned um we just couldn't seem to get out out of the rut um you know, I, 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 everything we tried I tried to bring back personal change things a little bit um, with what we had um but you know like I say it, it needed it needed a fresh voice and and um you know you got the points to points to, to stay up in the end which which was which was great and um yeah we, we all move on
0: I just I wonder sometimes I mean I have days when I'm not feeling confident I'm I have to stand up in court and speak and there are days when I just don't want to do it are, are there days were there days in that period where you you go into the dressing room at half time and it's kind of tough to think of, of of you know trying to inspire a group of players again who you think aren't necessarily trying hard enough or post-match trying to pick them up for the next match does it become a kind of battle with yourself sometimes
1: um yeah I mean some, sometimes you sort of feel that um when you're in that sort of rut and and you know towards the very end there for me you know you, you do you kind of feel you're trying everything possible you know you you you're, you're putting your arm around players you you you're, you're trying to bollock players as well to to, to, to get a, to get a kick out of them but um I, I, I did feel there was a, there was a couple there that probably looked back on it and and you know they probably uh down talked a little bit too early because of what we were saying you know we felt that the season was probably just going to filter out and we were going to move to a new ground I think there was some talk between players saying they didn't some players maybe weren't going to travel to Leverhead to play, um, so there was a little bit of un, unrest with that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, any like I said to you before, any players that we we we, we brought in, I, you know, they we did try and work with them. So hopefully, everyone that we've worked with has, has learned something from, from when when we managed them and coached them, and or, or certainly I, I hope they enjoyed their time with me because we did try and make it enjoyable um and um yeah i mean it's it's, you
0: were good cop and harps was bad cop was that correct
1: um harps harps is a great guy he's um i I loved working with him we we, we're still in you know in in contact now and he he wears his heart on his sleeve he's passionate about um about it and he, he he wanted to win as much as me and as much as everybody else so you know there were there were there was times where he um he, he he could be hot-headed um, and he'd probably admit that in himself but um, I, I suppose not we, we worked we worked well together we wasn't I wouldn't say good cop bad cop but we we certainly um you know we I felt that we had a, a good connection um, and we, we used to speak probably hundred times a day you know um, about football non-stop so so uh, when, when we when I did leave and, and, and he left, um, you know, we uh, we still kept in contact. And I think it took us probably about a year before we stopped talking about football. We'd still mm. talk about football, but yeah, I mean, he's a he's a passionate guy, wears his heart on his sleeve, and you know, like I say, he he he, he was he was determined as much as me to to be successful there. So, um, you know, he he, he was hurt as well when when um, when we left. Just good good, good luck to, to to everyone and um you know um uh, you know I wish wish you all the best and hopefully um football will be resuming fairly soon because um yeah I'm 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 certainly certainly missing it watching it and and, and playing on on a Saturday so um, I'm sure you guys are missing it and um you know hope hopefully once it, everything's up and running I'll um I'll be down to a game and, and and have a beer with you guys
0: and you remember your song don't you. Uh, you, well actually i think it might have been after you stopped playing but people started singing uh, at met police uh we've got tom williams you shoot brazilians
1: oh my, yeah <laughs> i remember i remember that <laughs> i remember that at met police the way that started singing that
0: um actually yeah because you were managing at the, you were managing us at the time i think that's why we started singing it yeah it really I, did div- it divided the fan base it seemed to be on the edge but i think yeah. you you definitely smiled a couple of times
1: yeah yeah no there's there's some great there's some great songs that um the fans have made up over, over the years so yeah it's been um yeah it's kept kept us entertained sometimes more than the football <laughs> well,
0: That's the thing case fans are loud aren't they and that that's good and bad <laughs> Yeah
1: no they they they're, they're passionate fans and and um you know with we all with all the um yeah, you know, the problems off the field and and um, you know obviously moving out of King's Meadow and stuff like that you know you guys you guys just deserve to get a, a new you know a new ground a ground you can call home and and um, I think once you've got that you've got your own hub and base there then, then I think you know the guys behind the scenes you know all the ball and that they they're, they're, they're good guys they work hard and, and I'm sure once you get that you, you can start ticking on and, and, and moving up the division.